Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java Junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or ten minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Alex Valetis. I want to touch on something that you spend a good deal of time discussing in your book, and that is the power of internships, not just to give you experience, which of course they do, but it's also about, it's like that old fairy tale, the Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It's the opportunity to try different bowls of porridge to see which ones you like and don't like. And just because you have an internship that ends up being something that you did not enjoy, that's actually a success because perhaps you've realized that company is not a good fit for you or that role may not be a good fit for you. Absolutely. I think there are multiple benefits to doing internships, especially early on. To bring back another sports analogy, sorry if there's anyone listening that doesn't listen to sports. I drop a lot of sports analogies, but how I describe it to a lot of college students is you want to have as many at-bats as possible, right? Because if you're trying to hit a home run on your first attempt, it's it's highly unlikely that you're going to nail that position. Whereas if you can get a few singles, if you can get a couple of internships, maybe they're not even what you want to do. Those are things that you can signal then to other employers. So with a lot of my early internships, sure, it wasn't in something I wanted to do. But number one, I got another big name on my resume. And so when I hand that resume to a company like Dell, they can say, oh, like Berkshire Hathaway, I know that company. Like, if they hired you, clearly, you know, you have some skill set. Number two is that, to your point, it's like the Goldilocks sort of idea of you try some things. And I think for me, even today, sometimes I feel like I love my role now, but are there roles out there I don't know about that I'd be really good at? And at the very least, like you explore. And if you don't like the role, you can say, hey, look, I have no FOMO from doing this. I can say with certainty, I have a ton of respect for nuclear engineers out there, but it's not something I would have been good at. It wasn't a fit for me. And at least I can say with confidence that I don't have to have FOMO of like, uh, was that the right path or my destiny? So I think that's another big benefit is not only do you get the reputation that comes with working at a company and associating with them, but you also learn what you do and don't like. Yeah. I also want to make sure that we talk about what I think is one of the most 
valuable insights in this book, Alex. It's that even though your title talks about how to land your dream job, you want your readers to realize that even though right now you're in a great job, that doesn't mean that there are perfect jobs out there. And it's a point that another young guest of mine made a number of months ago, Caroline Muja, who's actually mm-hmm. doing marketing at Oscar Health, which is an online tech health company. And she mm-hmm. said the same thing, that perfect jobs don't exist. And I think that's a myth that we need to bust right here, right now. Yeah. It, no matter who you talk to in the world, whether it's a celebrity, an actor, an athlete, whatever glorified position you name, there are parts of that job that I guarantee that person doesn't like. And you're right. It's a fallacy that there's this perfect job out there. If anything, it should be part of this longer sort of mindset of how you approach your career. And I actually heard another great piece of advice from one of the former VPs at Intuit that I, when I was at Intuit formerly, he's still VP. Uh, Varun said to me, he said, you should look at a career as a infinite horizon. And the problem is a lot of people, they look at their career as being like the set point in time. And they're like, if I don't get to this position by this point in time, like I'm doing something wrong or I need to leave. He goes, the the paradigm completely shifts when you look at your horizon as being infinite. And he says, imagine your career is infinite. What would you do? What would you do differently? And I think what that means is that you have to have a higher threshold for discomfort at times. You have to actively seek out these experiences that you don't like so that you can learn what you do like. And over time, you continually start to build the career and the life you want while recognizing it's never going to be perfect. So I'm very happy where I am now. But that doesn't mean I'm not constantly trying to acquire new skills, constantly exploring. You should never say no to an opportunity to at least learn about it. And I think that's something everyone should keep in mind. And the sooner everyone recognizes that, I think the better equipped people are going to be to see an opportunity when it does come and not look at it as a suboptimal path. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time, the number four, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Thank you.